camel and my ding dong. I'm Sarah. And I'm Andrea. And, and we are. <laughs> okay. And we are the. We are the flavored <laughs> Tonians. Nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. That's great. Right there that says, I'm going to be delicious. Shamalama ding dong. Yeah, yeah. Why do I feel like this is intervention? Okay, so uh, hello, listeners. Um, Welcome to the Flavortonians, uh, the podcast wherein Sarah and I will cook our way through the American culinary classic, Guy Fieri, food, cooking it, living it, loving it. Uh, Sarah, do you want to explain the premise to our listeners? Sure. Um, On every episode, one of us will tackle to the best of our ability and, if possible, sobriety, an actual Guy Fieri recipe. You'll come to the. You'll get to come into the kitchen with us. Experience our highs, our lows, our victories, our losses, our journey to Flavor Town. Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> um, so Sarah, also, so um, listeners, the reason why we're even doing this in the first place is because of the magical connections that can be made here in these internety times. Um, I was yammering on Twitter one day about how I would totally like to do a Guy Fieri podcast about cooking Guy Fieri recipes. Um, and then a mutual Twitter follow, um, was like, hey, Andrea, do you know this gal, Sarah, who does a Guy Fieri food blog? And I was like, OMG, this is the best thing. <laughs> uh, so Sarah, do you want to tell people what gal on Guy is? Sure. Um, after it. Right after the election, well, I guess at the end of last year, um, I was feeling pretty depressed about um, 2017, and uh, I was trying to think of writing projects that would help me get through it, and I have a few writing projects, but um, I wanted something new, because I write a lot of poetry, and I just, um, you know, I get a little tired of just writing poetry, and um, so for some reason, uh, I decided I was kind of was thinking about feeling out of touch with America and one of the most American things I can think of is food and you know gross food really and how that I don't I don't really I try not to allow that in my life and um and I thought that it would be interesting to do a um Julie and Julia type thing with a Guy Fieri cookbook and so um it took me a while to get it all together, but I, I ended up launching it, uh, I think, right after the uh, inauguration, sometime in January. And the plan was to go through um, this book and just cook things and write about it. And so I have a few posts up, and that's what Andrea read and liked it, and that's how we hooked up. Yay! Yeah, um, and and really, it was the it was the one of the Sangira Glass Sharp or Sharp or however <laughs> you spell it that like I was just like, oh my god, this woman is extremely hilarious and like uh, so. Um, I advise everyone to what it, what's the web address? Is it galonguy.com? It's- yeah, galonguy.com. Uh, so I would encourage our listeners to go avail yourselves of the Sangira Glass Sharp. Uh, entry because it's especially funny 
one of the things that we talked about during our first phone conversation, because we've never met in person, like, let's be clear for our listeners. Um, I live in the Bay Area in California, and Sarah lives in Houston. Um, yep. So we've never met. Um, but the first time we talked on the phone, we talked about how we, like, kind of are into Guy Fieri in a legitimate way. I can go first. Yeah. Why do you like Guy Fieri, Sarah? Um, well, he just seems he's a, he's a very relatable person, um, in that a lot of my family likes him. I have an uncle who, um, is very into going to all the restaurants that Guy Fieri has put on his show. Um, and, uh, I just like that he's sort of a food cartoon. Um, he, uh, he's not like any person that I know. And, um, although he does kind of remind me of an ex I have, uh, had <laughs> yeah, just, just a little, I think it's like, you know, flame shirts and stuff like that. Oh, I mean like what, what, how, wait, what, like what years were you a teenager? What years was I a teenager? Yeah. Um, I, well, I graduated from high school in 95. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. In that case, <laughs> oh. in that case. Because flame shirts were very popular when I was in high school, but I didn't graduate until 2002. So, well, and the guy that I that I'm talking about, I hope he never hears this. He was like my first serious boyfriend, and it was in college, and he was like 10 years older than me. He was super into like rockabilly stuff. Okay, and that that would have been perfect timing. I think. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. The uh, the great swing scare of 1998. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> But I guess there's something about Guy Fieri that reminds me of him. Um, and I, I i mean, I can totally zone out and watch his show and be completely happy. Like, if it's the middle of the night or the afternoon or whatever, and I just don't want to think about anything, I find that Triple D is a great show to just put on and ignore the world. Yes. So I like Guy Fieri also because my family likes him. I have given my family members his books for birthdays and holidays. I like that he has an element of the ridiculous about him. And I appreciate that in like a food celebrity chef industry that tends to take itself really seriously. He's just like, fuck this. I am the wackiest person who ever lived. True. Um, and he's he's very earnest about it. This all seems yeah. very, like, it's not put on. It's, mm -hmm. this is, like, very truly him. And you read that, actually, in the beginning of this book. Like, he goes through his bio and stuff, and it all seems, this seems organic, this whole thing, which doesn't look organic, but it seems <laughs> true and honest. Right. Because, like, who would pretend to be that way? Exactly. Not in this day and age. Nobody Come on. would. Like he is, he, he is, I mean, it's funny that we're having this conversation about like time periods because like to me, like he is the years 1996 to 2003. Yeah. Like that is his whole aesthetic and bearing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Um, so I think that that about him is fun and I do, I like, um, cheesy greasy ridiculous food i feel 
um, at home when I eat stuff like that. I think maybe because mm-hmm. I'm a native Texan. Um, well, I feel that way because I'm a native Midwesterner. Indeed. <laughs> um, so I do find his food comforting even when it's ridiculous. Like, I understand it. It, it makes yeah. sense. The food makes sense to me, even if I'm like, wow, that is a whole chicken with bacon pouring out of its neck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and I and and I think that we both have um, I like that we both have this like kind of earnest appreciation for for him. And that while he is easily easy to make into a punchline or the butt of a joke, like I think it's more fun to take him seriously and <laughs> to explore and to explore Flavortown with an open heart. I agree. I think, well, um, as as I said previously, I'm a poet. And so everything I do is sort of earnest. And um, and I I really um, I'm I'm sarcastic, too, but I really hate not hate. Um, I really dislike ironic detachment. Um from these kinds of things. I, I just, I think like being open about it and being like open hearted about like these things that seem really silly. It's easier. I guess it would be easy to make fun of him. I just think that he is a force in America right now. He's in the news every week. He's creating shows all the time. Like he is a celebrity and people love him and I want to know why. And I want to understand better the food that he's making that people that appeals to people. And so I'm, I am, uh, I'm happy to be exploring him. (laughs) (laughs) That's foul. Oh, that's foul. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm so happy to explore, to be exploring Guy Fieri with you. Um. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe someday we'll meet him. (laughs) Oh my God. Can you imagine? Oh, I, I can't. can't. I can't wait. I can't. I can't. Do you think he's short? He seems like he would be short. No, really? I don't think he'd be short. No, I guess we could. No, one I think he's very. Google, he's but... like average in every way. <laughs> Hold on. How tall is Guy Fieri? Um, I'm thinking like five ten. He's five ten. You nailed oh it. Oh my god! <laughs> this is my superpower. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, on the Flavortonians, uh, listeners, we are going to try and surprise each other with our dishes um, by kind of doing a reveal about what we plan to cook for the week. Um, and so, let us tune in to um, Sarah um, kicking us off on the uh, space rocket to outer sauce. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was really proud of that one. Okay, here we go. Okay, so you have a recipe, I assume, right? I do. I, I don't tell I, me. Don't tell I, me yet. Don't tell me. Okay. <laughs> um, do you... I've been flipping through the book and just like making myself sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. That's that's such a wonderful, beautiful start to this journey that we're going to go on together. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you also want to do the news update? Sure. Yeah, I I have Google News open right now with Guy Fieri, <laughs> and I'm looking at Guy Fieri news, and there's a lot of it. He's so he's he's huge right now. You know, I I don't 
I don't think about him that often, except he shows up everywhere on social media. But um, he, he he has a brand new show that he's working on. He what is it? Um, he is. It's like a, he's doing a casting call. I think he's going to produce it. It's a cross between Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives, and the Next Food Network star. So he's trying. He's looking for someone else to do a Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives show. And it's called Guy's Big Project. Wow. And, yeah. So, wait, so, so it's like Guy finding the next guy. Yes. The guy after Guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the next guy. Guy. Okay. I'm going to have to think on that one. So. <laughs> um, the wow. casting call says he's looking for home cooks, food bloggers, professional chefs, restaurant owners, food network fanatics, people who love food, eating, and traveling. Fuck, are they having a casting call in Houston anytime soon? Can you go? Uh, <laughs> oh, man, it doesn't even say where it is. <laughs> Guys, this is not great. I think it's I mean, rigged. <laughs> you got to... Oh, oh, apply now. Oh, okay, 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 I see. Uh, it's, guy, it's a guy's big project.com. Let's see how you apply for this thing. Oh, There's a submission form. Oh, okay. You can submit a video. Oh, oh, That's yeah. How it works. Look how clean cut he looks in this picture with his little with his little button up <laughs> shirt on and no sunglasses. Yep. <laughs> it's like his senior portrait. Yes. <laughs> it's funny because I was looking at news stories and like three of them had him just like photoshopped into places i'm like what <laughs> is this the thing we're doing now like, we, just, we don't want a normal picture. like one of them had a thumb missing it was such a bad photoshop anyway wait hold on what what if guy fairy doesn't have thumbs what if this it's the other way around <laughs> what if they've been putting thumbs on him for years on television shows they have to spend so much money on uh, on CGI for, totally. for his show. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah. what what else is happening in in Guy World? Um, well, that is the big one. The second one that I found was that Guy Fieri is opening his uh, spinoff of his Times Square restaurant, the one that everyone hated. Oh, the one that um, the guy dragged in the New York Times. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, it's. He's he's opening one in Pretoria, South Africa, and it's going to have a mechanical bull in it. Wow! Why? Yeah. Why South? Because like they like they're not tired of him yet down there. I guess. I or I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you want to tell me what you're going to cook? <laughs> yeah. So I I'm struggling to think like what what do I really want to start out on uh-huh. um do i want to go really complicated um but that sounds like daunting mm-hmm. or do i want to do simple and i was like no so i'm doing something that's gross but simple okay um it's buffalo balls oh dear okay all right what page <laughs> is that on <laughs> 16 62 62 oh if only it was on 69 oh yeah uh <laughs> It's not. Okay, 62. Ooh. Whole, ooh. So ooh. <laughs> yeah, this illustration is great. <laughs> uh, listeners, for your edification, the illustration, it's black and white, which is a blessing. 
Um, and <laughs> it's a chicken legs with a like really like a man's torso. That's like, a man. Like That's Dwayne man. the Rock Johnson's torso and a bull head. But it also has a little is that a wing? Wing, yeah. Coming out of the back of him, but it's like a plucked wing. Like the wing ha- yeah. is like where it's like the kind where you've taken the feathers off, but like not in like it's still got the little like, you know, little wispies. Yeah. Uh, and then the mm-hmm. the Dwayne the Rock Johnson arms are making a ball uh, in and but the but the chicken legs are fully feathered. Wow. This is a nightmare of a of a creature. <laughs> if this thing, if this, this, it looks like it's from fucking Pan's Labyrinth. It really does. <laughs> like this is some Guillermo del Toro shit. Uh, okay, well, so okay, tell me about this recipe and why you've chosen it, and what are you looking forward to and not looking forward to. <laughs> uh, well, I thought I wanted to do something that wouldn't be that wouldn't require me to buy any equipment just yet. Uh-huh. Like I'm not, I'm not prepared, right? So. I got to buy a microphone. <laughs> so uh-huh. <laughs> that's where my money's going this week. Okay. Um, so uh, I like balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like making meatballs. All right. Um, Chad, my husband, likes buffalo wings okay so i thought that this would be something that we could enjoy together even though i'm not a giant fan of wings mm-hmm. or the, you know the, the combination of blue cheese and or cream and and like the spicy thing like it's not mm-hmm. my favorite but mm-hmm. it's, it's fine it's it's um, a it's a ball read... that the whole family can enjoy together yes <laughs> uh i'm gonna read the intro here okay. to the recipe uh-huh It's really cool to find inspiration by seeing something from a new perspective, and that's how this recipe came about. Through my affiliation with Nabisco, I was asked to make some original recipes using Ritz crackers for the Super Bowl. I didn't want to go with the usual idea of what you can do with cheese and crackers. I had to go big, it says in bold. (laughs) Now, one of my favorite tailgate foods is buffalo wings. Question was how to combine them. Aha, this is my solution. (laughs) So they're, they're just basically chicken meatballs that are flavored like buffalo wings but also very pointedly have nabisco crackers in them <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah it's yeah i'm gonna have to buy rich crackers it's not something uh, i normally have in do my house. not get the heb brand of these crackers you have to get the Ritz okay. br- the Ritz crackers <laughs> i agree i'm gonna do everything by the letter um and yeah, I, I think it'll be simple, and I'm sure it'll taste fine. <laughs> but <laughs> it's not some certainly not something I would normally make um, in my home. These have it has um, jalapenos in it. What is that for the sauce? Uh, pickled jalapenos. Yeah. Um, small. Oh, it is. I see. It is. It's 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 for the hot sauce. That's what it uh, is. Okay. Okay. All right. Got it. Uh, he's not having Ooh. you make dressing. No, because they cheese. kind of live in their own juices. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed that this has a whole stick of butter in it. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. 
Mm. Well, uh, so this is oh, like... also serves, it serves eight to ten, too. I don't know who I'm going to get to come over and eat them. <laughs> Maybe you can shove some off on the neighborhood yeah. children or something. I don't... Oh, yeah. I'm going to uh... get my dad to come over. <laughs> um, so this is pretty like you just like basically making the meatballs. You fry them. Wait, and then you bake them? Yeah, you got to brown them. It looks like, uh huh, and, and then, then and then bake them through because they're chicken. You know, right? To be <laughs> Just raw, some nice al dente chicken. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I am looking. This is going to be. These are going to really photograph well too. I bet. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's exciting. But yeah, um, I was looking through the book and I and I just worked out this morning like lifting weights and I was I didn't eat and um <laughs> and I honestly like w- like feel like a gag reflex looking at some of these things <laughs> so I'm looking forward to you know diving into more disgusting things when I have a more settled stomach <laughs> indeed indeed I am already annoyed because I found out that I have to make this recipe in basically in two parts. It wants me to like make up the meat and put it in the fridge for four to 24 hours. That's something I would normally skip in a recipe because I'm like, I don't have, I don't have time for this. I'm not going to do this. So this first part is just going to be me making the meat. I've also already failed because uh, this is a chicken meatball and no grocery store that I could find had chicken thighs readily ground. Sorry, I just don't have time or feel, feel empowered enough to ask the butcher to grind some chicken thighs for me. And I guess a meat grinder is something that I might want to get, but I also, see, I don't have a stand mixer. I thought I had a fully stocked kitchen, but I clearly don't have everything I need. Uh, So I'm gonna use ground turkey. I'm using um, kind of fuller fat ground turkey. I'm sure it has dark meat in it. And I hope that the turkey won't like ruin the recipe. For For this recipe, There are a few things that I had to buy that I didn't already have. Obviously, Ritz crackers is not something I keep around. Um, I think that if this were my recipe, I would be, and actually I think Guy Fieri would agree, that the more superior ingredient here would be panko crumbs. I didn't have celery salt. I didn't have white pepper, which is an ingredient that I'm actually curious about. I bought some. I see it in recipes sometimes, and I'm just like, why would you need that? So I look forward to tasting that. Uh, I didn't have cayenne pepper, which is kind of ridiculous. It's something that I should have as a staple. And that's pretty much the only weird ingredient. I actually already had pickled jalapenos because that's something every Texan has in their fridge. Oh, I also needed to buy hot sauce. So I'm going to start putting it together. Just out of curiosity, I'm going to taste this white pepper since I don't know what it is really. Oh, God. Uh, it smells like <coughs> pepper. This was a mistake. Oh, God. Yep. 
that's just pepper. Okay, I am on the other side of putting together that meat paste. So here's a couple of things I learned from the 10 minutes that it took to mix together the buffalo balls. My spice situation is really embarrassing. The stuff I have in jars isn't labeled. Uh, it's really tough to tell paprika from smoked paprika from cayenne without pepper spraying yourself, um, which I've done, and that's why I'm stiffly right now. The rest of it is in greasy little bags that have either been in my life for like three days or 10 years, and um, I don't know what's good and what's bad anymore. So I'm understanding now the importance of a an organized spice situation. The second thing I learned is that I bought ground turkey in a tube, and it's basically just a turkey paste, um, not so much a ground meat. So it doesn't really bode well for these balls. They're likely to be mushy and sad balls. I am kind of now considering a meat grinder as the next step in my evolution to adulthood. Um, I'm already 39, but I'm wondering when people start getting meat grinders for like their birthday or something. Is that like a 45 type birthday? It seems like an adult thing to own that you never use, but it's just around. So I'm thinking about that. Anyway, so second part of this will be tomorrow after a painful dentist appointment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do I feel like this is intervention? You know what makes a tailgate rock? Exactly. Shamalama <laughs> ding dong. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? What does it look like? I'm, I'm, it smells like buffalo mm-hmm. sauce. What's it look like? Uh, meatballs with buffalo sauce. Does it look good? Would you eat that? You would need a whole bowl of it, but would you eat it that? Uh, sure, it's meatballs. Um, I had significant dental work done today. It was a bridge replacement. Um, they have TVs at every station so that you can watch whatever you want while you're having your teeth worked on. And my usual tendency is to turn that TV off because I don't want to be bothered. But um, it was taking a long time to get ready, so I decided to turn it on, and I turned it on to the Food Network. And I was kind of hoping to see Guy Fieri while um, they were working on my bridge. But it didn't happen. It was chopped. And it was gross because they were, like, trying to fit chicken feet into a recipe. And that's gross. I don't know what they could have done to it. Um, Anyway, I fried up the buffalo balls tonight after a lot of alcohol to soothe the pain of having my mouth sawed into. It was horrible today and it still hurts but the alcohol helps soothe it I have some pain medications am I overdosing I don't know so sort of feeling okay I decided to go ahead and fry up the the buffalo balls that were marinating in my fridge it turns out you're supposed to like coat them in Ritz crackers which I did not do I just had them marinating and they had Ritz crackers inside them, but I was supposed to coat them in it and then deep fry them. And I'm still really hesitant about deep frying. So I didn't do it. I just sauteed them and baked them the way the recipe said. And so at the end, we tried them. It's meatballs. I think they look okay. I like buffalo sauce, so. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of it, so be careful. (laughs) It smells strong. (laughs) <laughs> it's good it, it's like a really mushy buffalo wing <laughs> it's 
Super cheesy. Yeah, that's a lot of cheese. Super buffalo sauce. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter that it's turkey. Mm. It's... <laughs> oh my god. I would have the cheese and have the buffalo the, sauce. The face that you're making is not good. It's strong. Okay. Buffalo wings and meatball form. Now we come to the final question, which is, Sarah, did you go to Flavortown with your buffalo balls? Well, if Flavortown is a place where you have severe acid reflux every night and you can't sleep, then yes, I made it to Flavortown. That night was so bad. Really? I, I, yeah, that was the day that I had the initial dental work that I've been dealing with. And... Um, and I was loopy a little bit, and because um, to to try and deal with the pain, um, like while I was like super depressed and in pain, we went to get margaritas because I was like, I can't think of anything else than tequila that's going to help right now because they didn't give me any pain pills. <laughs> so I'm kind of drunk, and it's around nine o'clock that night, and I was like, I have to make these meatballs now. So. Um, and I was feeling a little bit better. So I made them. We ate them at like 10 p.m., just a few of them, and put the, the rest of them in the fridge. But, oh, my God, in between the pain and the acid reflux, that night was terrible. And I now have nightmares thinking about buffalo balls. <laughs> it was just awful. They tasted, they tasted good. I mean, like, you know, they had a million different flavors in them. And so it was hard to think that it would, it, it, you know, it didn't taste bad. It tasted like really spicy and it had a lot of flavor to it. But it just, I don't know why you would eat them. <laughs> That's all there is to it. They're too spicy. It's like he makes you put in all these spices into the meat itself. And then you cover it up in this crazy butter, hot sauce, jalapeno, garlic sauce. And it's, it's, it's just too much. It's too much. That's my, that's my verdict. <laughs> nice. Okay. So you went to, maybe, maybe we should say that you went to the dark side of Flavortown. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, well, listeners, um, we will see you, hear you, talk at you um, next week or whenever we get around to doing this next podcast. Um, and so we will say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, listeners. Camel, my ding dong. <laughs>